Hello and welcome back to the Saxon Handoff. Today we are joined with Coach Ethan Flanagan. And as always, we got myself, Ethan, and Kep. Yep. How are you doing today, Coach? Not too bad. How are you? I'm doing well. Thanks for asking. How are you doing, Kep? I'm doing good. That's great. So, Ethan, you're the JV assistant coach this year for South. Is that right? That is correct. What's that been like for you? What What have you learned so far as the as the assistant coach at South Salem High School? Um, being under Coach Van Lu, I've learned a lot. I've learned honestly just how to coach. Going from a player to a coach is a different viewpoint, but so far I love it, and I really like my guys. I like the way they work. Um, yeah, I've learned a lot. What's the biggest thing uh, that you think you've kind of instilled in this in this JV team in your like in your tenure so far here? What's the biggest thing that they they can take away from you? Um, definitely effort. And have they been delivering for you so far this year? Yeah, I would say so. I would say they they do what we tell them to do, which is all I can ask. They um, work hard. They listen to me. They listen to coach. They. I mean, they do what we tell them to do, and I think that, for the most part, I'm happy with the way things are turning out. Yeah. Uh, is this your first official coaching job? Um, so I've been, like, coaching on and off, but technically, yeah, this is my first, like, official with the school coaching yeah. job, yeah. What yeah. What other uh, programs have you coached for? Uh, it's not so much programs. It's been just, like, uh, uh, travel teams or whatever. Yeah, well, that's cool. Uh, what's the biggest yeah. difference you think between like um, off and on coaching for a travel team, and then like kind of that structured? We're gonna run an offense every play, or we're gonna you know do you're, we're gonna be very like a lot more coached. I guess is like that high school thing that you always hear. Well, that's that's the biggest difference. Yeah. In structure. There is no <laughs> there is no structure in travel ball. It's uh, basically travel ball is I'm going to take my five guys and my five guys are going to beat your five guys. Yeah. So, like, I've talked about it before with some of the guys on the team. The reason you run plays in high school is because you don't have three referees in AAU basketball. Yeah. So, you don't have that many angles and there's, like, there's less fouls called. There's, like, zero. You almost will never see a charge taken in AAU basketball. Yeah. It's just those guys are out there and saying, you know what, I'm more athletic, I'm faster, I'm stronger, and I'm better, and I'm going to prove it. Yeah. And so, what? Go ahead. No, go ahead. Sorry. I was just going to say that that's why you see guys that are ISO basketball players, that's why you see them go off in AAU because that's what they're used to. Mm. Yeah. you've, uh, You've been doing like, you've been coaching and playing basketball. I know you played in high school. What um what age did you start playing basketball and kind of start liking the game and stuff? Um, so I started I started playing basketball when I was four. Okay. Uh, but basketball wasn't always my first sport. I was baseball. I was a baseball guy until I was probably like baseball was my number one sport until I was probably eight, and yeah. then and then it got to the point where everything was catching up to me, and then I fell in love with basketball and I gained a new appreciation for it and then I just became obsessed with it it was all I could think about yeah that's cool that's awesome 
Uh, what yeah. what kind of uh, were there any programs that you did in Salem? Or you you grew up in Salem, right? Yeah, I grew up in Salem. Any programs from like the Salem area that you did in your youth that kind of prepared you for high school? And I mean, we'll get the we'll get the cat out of the bag right now. You played for Sprague as a as a high school student, so I mean, I did. Mixed, well, I did them. Yeah, yeah, mixed emotions about that, but. But anyway, so any youth programs that you were with uh, in Salem? Uh, yeah, so I played for the hoop. Um, I played for the hoop from probably when I was five years old to senior year of high school. So I would travel. I traveled to Florida. I traveled to Texas, Vegas. Um, I traveled to New Orleans, California, obviously Washington, Idaho. Pretty much anywhere you can think of, I traveled to for basketball. That's that's so cool. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, so I, um, I don't know if you guys know Skinny, but mm-hmm. I played with him for basically my entire AAU career. Yeah, he he's good. He, he was. Yeah. yeah, no, we've we definitely have heard of, of Skinny. He's kind of he's a bit of a legend at South Salem. Yeah, I I've I've heard. Yeah. <laughs> we had this conversation <laughs> one time, Ethan. Now that you've been coaching for a little while and stuff, um, what's your like favorite coaching style, and what do you guys, what do you want kids to know you for, and like your coaching style? Um, honestly, it might sound dumb, but like I want my kids to know that like I genuinely want you guys to become better people, not only like on the court but off the court. Yeah. Uh, like I'm there to make you a better player and I want to be your I I mean it's a mix because you want to be friends with you guys and then at the same time like it's hard because you want them to respect you and it's just there's so many aspects to it but um for me personally I just want my team to realize that I know what I'm talking about and if you listen to me things will work out yeah and kind of talking about that that balance that you have to find, especially as a young coach, um, is there anything that you've kind of learned from Coach BC or, you know, that you guys share kind of notes on about, like, you know, being like a young, relatable coach, but also, you know, laying down the law and, you know, getting what you're, you're getting your point across? Well, yeah, definitely. I think that the coaches that Coach Brown has brought in um, all bring something to the table. And I think that it's a really good mix of what we do. And like you said, to, about Coach BC, I think that he, I think he's gone the farthest when it comes to basketball. Uh, so he obviously knows what he's talking about. And when he talks, like that's the authority. He's like he's the law. He's the jury. And so if you don't listen to him, you don't play. Mm, yeah. I mean, I think I've learned a lot from him so far. But it's just unfortunate that. I don't get to be around you guys all the time. Yeah. Um, kind of speaking on that, are there any like long-term coaching goals that you have with coaching for South? Um, we talked we talked a little bit one time about um, kind of your your plans for like you know staying with the program. Is is there anything you want to talk about about that? Um, I have no future plans. So, like, not I'm saying I want to be with South. I would be with South the rest of my career if it if it worked out Mm. but part of growing up is realizing that where you want to be and where you actually will be aren't always going to match up yeah and so 
Like, yeah, I would love to be with South for the rest of my career. Like, I would love to be the varsity coach, potentially, like, in the future. But um, you don't control that. Yeah, absolutely. Some of it is timing and opportunity. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm going to go where I think the opportunity is best for me personally. Yeah. But is is coaching something that you want to pursue yeah, like, like, as we, you move on? If you eventually got, like, a higher position at another high school or something, would you consider being a head or assistant varsity coach or something like that? Um, It would really just depend because, like, um, with this team at South, I feel like I've gotten a lot of relationships, and I think it would be really hard for me to leave, even just being here for however many months. Uh. Yeah. I don't know. Plan on leaving in the near future, mm. but if something obviously came up to where it was like I couldn't pass it up, then I would definitely have a conversation with some coaches and see yeah. What, yeah, see what's going on. Yeah. yeah. Um, and obviously, this is like kind of your first step into this kind of realm. How's it? How's it been so far? Is this something? Have you seen it so far as what you expected it to be? And um, is it? Is this something that you will pursue? Like or hope to pursue no matter where you end up. If you end up in Oregon when you finish uh, school, what you know, wherever you end up, is, is coaching basketball something that you hope to, you know, follow and pursue? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, basketball, is, basketball is my life. Basketball is what I know best. And I learned my freshman year of college. I went into college, I was playing basketball, and I was like, I have no idea what I want to do. All I care about is playing the game that I love. So I went into the medical field and I just didn't love it. It wasn't something that I was super passionate about. And then I ended up switching majors like three times. Yeah. And now I stuck to, uh, I'm going to be a PE teacher at the high school level specifically so I can coach. Yeah. So, I mean, one thing I would tell anybody in high school when you're choosing a career is do not choose a career based off money because money is not happiness. Happiness yeah. is happiness. Absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, money's great to have. Money's fun to have. But, like, at the end of the day, that's not what's going to satisfy your happiness. Yeah. That's a good point. So, I mean, I, mean, I knew going into teaching – not to bash on any teachers, but I knew going into the teaching that they don't make the most money in the world. <laughs> yeah, that's that's yeah. definitely but true. Like, but like, I'm definitely okay with sacrificing if I get to hang out with guys like you guys all day. Yeah, that's that's and especially it. with like high school kids and stuff. I think a lot of them think, especially like freshmore, sophomore, junior and stuff, think, oh, whatever I can get out and make the most money, you know, and stuff. But no, well, yeah, and absolutely. And you you name one doctor or one one person that's like makes a lot of money, you name one of them that does it for the money. Mm. Yeah. Like they, they went into that because they genuinely want to help people. That's right. Yeah. And then, yeah. and yeah. that, yeah, that, that's, I think definitely a really important thing that especially me going into going to college, I'm definitely considering things like that when I'm, you know, talking about schools I want to go to majors I, I want to do. And so it's been really helpful to have, um, you know, people in my corner, like the basketball coach we have at South um, to like, you know, talk me through some of these things and have little conversations like this. So, yeah, absolutely. I think that it's, I mean, it's obviously a win-win. So like, I'm pretty, I think you said you were going into electrical engineering, right? 
Yeah, chemical, electrical, or mechanical. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a win-win because it's something that you love to do, something that you're good at, and it's something that makes a lot of money. So, in those scenarios, it's like, oh, like, good for you. Like, I'm glad. You're that makes you fun. Happy. You're having fun. That makes you happy. And you make a lot of money on it. Like, that's awesome. Yeah. One Definitely one thing, though, that being around uh, – you and then other coaches, like some of my lacrosse coaches that are pretty young, like it's really given me kind of this inspiration to like stay a little closer to home for college and then be able to kind of give back to the community, uh, like my local community, even if it's just for a couple years before I go somewhere else and do other things. Like I think coaching yeah. would be int- really interesting. And um, so it's it's really cool to see like people like yourself giving like a, bl- a blueprint kind of of what – like what steps you can take to kind of participate in that. Well, yeah, absolutely. I think that uh, that's huge. Um, but at the same time, I'm on the page where like, I want you guys as high schoolers and any high schooler to understand that there's more to life than Salem, Oregon. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So like if, if the opportunity presents itself, like go try something new. Mm. So, like, get out of your comfort zone. Like, you won't grow as a person if you don't get out of your comfort zone. Wow. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, absolutely. Like, if that's what makes you happy, if if staying home and helping people makes you happy, then by all means do that. But if you want to go somewhere in your your early 20s or teens or whatever, don't do that. Just, there's no, like, no matter what, you didn't mess up because at least you tried. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's but, definitely, that's definitely something good to keep in the back of my head. I appreciate it. Yeah. No, no problem. And definitely all the, for all the listeners too. <laughs> um, one thing that, that is kind of interesting about, um, what you've, what you kind of were talking about, about, um, being like a PE teacher so that you can coach. Um, it kind yeah. of reminds me of like that, like Josh Van Lu route of like, you know, I'm going to go and I'm going to teach so that I can be a, a great football coach and a great like mentor of young men and, you know, and yeah, then also be a basketball I mean, coach. I honestly can't say enough good things about Coach Van Lu. He, um, not to bash on him, but he doesn't know like the most about X's and O's when it comes to basketball. But that guy yeah. is genuinely one of the best coaches I've ever been a part of. He... He's just like, he can get the most out of these kids like I've never seen before in my life. And I've been around basketball for almost 20 years. Yeah, and like all the JV kids and stuff I've talked to and stuff, they all like come out of it with like, oh my gosh, I love Coach Van Lee, you know? Like he said, yeah, the thing is, he doesn't doesn't need to yell, he doesn't need to curse or anything. He just, he makes these kids feel like they, and do anything as long as they listen to him, and then it's even a it's even more amazing when you hear him talk about football. Mm. Like yeah. that guy knows everything there is to know about football. Yeah. So definitely, kind but, of anecdotally about um, my time on JV is like it was definitely you know we we did not have because it was a COVID year, so literally everyone that tried out that that year we had like ten guys, and it was just like just the most random hodgepodge of people playing basketball. And he like, he just managed to keep us, you know, 
keep us focused, keep us learning, and help us win games that we sometimes had really no business being a part, like being close in. Yeah, so just I mean, like, you just just crazy. Yeah, and I I appreciate it because it's like being a JV coach, you don't deal with maybe the best basketball players in the world or anything like, and it's okay. I don't yeah. expect you to be best. I don't expect you to. Uh, give me 30 points every night. But what I do expect is I expect your full effort, and that's exactly what our guys have given us this year, and I expect you to listen and do what we tell you to do. And that's exactly what they've done. And I mean, I don't know our record off the top of my head, but I would assume we're around 500 for JV. Yeah. And also, I mean, also there's a different role and importance in a JV coach preparing the kids for uh, varsity and that level and a different aspect of a different kind of a little bit of a different cut game style play, you know, but so yeah, absolutely. And uh, Coach Brown talks about uh, how we're trying to build a, cult, a culture here at South. And yeah. so, like, part of my job is to make sure that when these JV kids go to varsity, they don't even like they won't even try to talk back or they won't do this or they won't do that. They'll yeah. do exactly what we want in the culture. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. No, yeah, that's, that's, that's important. Especially these kids like Kep always talking back. They just, all they know is being on varsity their, their whole their whole career. Yeah, I talk, yeah, I, I pretty talk much. back a lot. Kep's, Kep's a pretty sassy mouth. You know Kep. Yeah. I mean, so. if it was up to me, I'd, I'd want Kep on my JV team. But. <laughs> He's yeah, but he's doing great this he's, year. He's yeah. not. He's he's too good to be on JV. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Well, but, anyways, there's a question that we always ask on the podcast. Actually, I always. Oh, ask sorry. This, question. Kept, this is okay. Kep's question, um, and it's, okay, it's special. If you could be sponsored by any brand, what brand would you be sponsored by, and why? Sponsored by any brand. Any brand. So what? What is the? Like, is there any uh, requirements or anything? No, re- I mean, just like, yeah, no requirements. Just any brand you could be sponsored by, you get company, brand, pizza shop, um, <laughs> local football team. Oh, are you FaceTiming us? Oh, I didn't mean to. Sorry. Okay. I think if I decline it, it won't hang up. Wait. Yeah, okay. We're still on the phone. Okay. He's still, he's still here, everyone. Sorry. My, uh, if I, I don't know. I don't want to say a cliche. Let's say let's pick an up and cover. Let's do like Under Armour. Under Armour. Under Armour. Because if you think about it, if you go with Nike, how many how many like number one athletes does Nike have? All of them. A lot. So if you go with Under Armour, they're going to give you everything. Mm. Yeah. Because I'm not saying me as an athlete, but if I'm signed with Under Armour, like look at Steph. Yeah, that's all Steph Curry stuff. He's the face of they. They sell their whole their whole brand is Steph Curry at, for the exactly. basketball side of things. Nike has LeBron, they have Giannis, they have all these guys. Yeah, and so you would just be like, uh, you'd be a shadow. No, that that's good. E- Ethan picked New York pizza. <laughs> I mean, that's a pretty good choice. You I ever been know. to Trip I, New York? Of course, Trip oh. New York. Is- <laughs> I mean, I was thinking, honestly, I was kind of thinking like Chipotle. Oh, yeah. Oh, I love Chipotle. Dude, that's a good pick, too. Chipotle was totally solid. What about Chipotle attracted you to 
to be picked? Uh, high carbs, high protein. Yes, sir. I said I said Amazon. Yeah, because Kev's like, you can get anything at Amazon. <laughs> yeah, Amazon's a good one, except I feel like Amazon's kind of like, I don't want to say cheap. Shady. Uh, yeah, you just can't really get like the nicest stuff in the world on Amazon. Yeah, it's everything. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a less bulky Costco online. Mm. Yeah, it's a good. That's a good way to put it. I mean, you can you can get food, yeah, but it's like the clothing they sell isn't the nicest, and then you have the sellers that try to sell on Amazon, and they're selling their stuff for double the price. Yeah, that's fair. Does Apple have, does Apple have sponsors? I don't know. Well, you could be sponsored. You well, could. Here, this I'll, is just here, a question. What's Chipotle up? or Qdoba? Ooh, Chipotle. Kevin's picking Chipotle. I'm probably picking Chipotle as well. I don't know. I'm I'm a big Qdoba guy. Oh, yeah? Free guac and free queso. Oh, okay. That is you raise a good <laughs> strong point right there. <laughs> free guac is nice. They charge you so much at Chipotle for uh, guac. Yeah, it's like. Three dollars for a thing of guac, and I'm just like, "Come on, dude!" Yeah, and I've it's, tried doing like can avocado. You... An avocado is not even three dollars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, it's getting ridiculous. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, anything else that you want to shout out, talk about? Um, anything you want to plug for our for our listeners? I just want to shout Captain Ethan out. You guys are the real. The real, the real deal. Oh, uh, we appreciate, appreciate it. And shout out Saxon Boys Hoops and shout out e- uh, Ethan. Yeah, shout out to you, Ethan Flanagan. The Ethans. Shout out to Ethan. Yes. All right. Um. Well, thanks for coming on the yeah, podcast. Thanks for so. Thanks so much for hopping on with us. Yeah, no problem. I'll see you guys in a little bit. Yeah. yeah see you guys. See you in a couple hours. <laughs> All right. Bye. All right. Bye. See you, Coach. <laughs>